0: Vanessa Sage welcome to my channel here we're going to talk about TV shows and films I want to be able to talk to you guys about the different challenges faced by certain characters and how we can use what we've learned while watching those TV shows and movies to implement some techniques in our life in order for us to better our relationships our friendship our power dynamics in within our families or etc within friendships so i just want to be able to talk to you guys about what are the insights that i've noticed while watching certain tv shows i believe that entertainment is very good no I'm not saying that you should maybe you know just read books and not ever watch tv shows etc if you're someone who really is into tv shows I think that you should use them for both entertainment but also lessons and I want to deep dive on, deep, dive deep on some of them because I really believe that we can learn very interesting things because characters are also based on natural human behavior especially when the creator is very good and director shows the best characters you are also being shown how people actually act in real life and how relationship can look like in real life. So I really want to talk to you guys about it and for this first episode I want to put my focus on Gossip Girl specifically. Gossip Girl and the relationship between Serena Van Der Woodsen and her best friend Blair Waldorf. So I'm going to start first with very basic uh, characteristics about those characters and then we can deep dive into uh, what I've noticed between them and what is the true story of a gossip girl and who's the real it girl at the end of the day. So Serena is a beautiful blonde girl. She's tall. She has that model type of figure. She seems to come from a very wealthy family but not just wealthy. She seems to come from all the money. Uh, we can kind of see how neither her mother or grandmother seems to have worked a day in their life where, uh, where other characters have like Chuck Bass for example. He's very rich but you can definitely see that the hard work of his father is what made them rich same for Blair Waldorf so she, she and Nate seem to be the old money type and sometimes it's not a relevance for most people but it, it can create a lot of inferiority complex for some people who are not old money and who just got rich they can be overlooked sometimes so that's a very important key element she's very charming and she's a little bit witty and naive but people actually like that about her so even her flaws seem to be very attractive. Now Blair Warder, she's also very pretty, but she has to try hard for her to keep power to keep people pay attention to her. Especially in her teenagehood, she has very, uh, she has a very real attitude. She seems to be very uh, careful about who she trusts. She's very commanding. She likes to control everything. She can even be a bit of a bully, but we find out as the show goes that that actually comes from her being feeling like she doesn't deserve anything and having an inferiority complex because of who her best friend is. So basically, uh, to, to show you the typical dynamic between blondes and brunettes, for us to kind of see where the difference is. So the difference between Serena and Blair is really put forward with difference in hair and also height, uh, height in certain families and certain circles. be very important because looking like a model is going to be perceived as better than so basically your typical difference between let's say marilyn monroe and audrey hepburn is what i would say characterize the difference between serena and blair and one one point at one point of the movie they're even going to use that archetype those two dynamics to basically explain how blair is perceived versus how serena is perceived So, now that we've set up some of the characteristics, some of the very superficial characteristics about the characters, I want to talk about how their relationship evolves and how the dynamic changes between them two. So, from the beginning of the show, Serena seems to be the one put on the pedestal because she, she seems to be more beautiful, more desirable, more noticeable than Blair is. And Blair has this thing where she tries to counteract this by being as achieving as she can. She, she wants to get into the best school because she knows that there are areas where she will never be able to compete against Serena. She tries to do what Serena can't. So by doing that, she basically increased her skills, her, her network, she tries to be as powerful as possible all throughout the show. And it really pays out, which is why I think that at the end of the day, Blair Waldorf is definitely the Eve girl of the show. The show starts with basically every single boy in the show being either attracted or in love with Serena. She is to be she, she, she seemed to be the perfect girlfriend when they're in high school, but as time goes on, we see that Blair becomes the attention. She becomes the center of attention. Let's say she she gets the prince, she gets uh, proposed to from uh, by 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 Chuck Bass, uh, even Nate wants her back and the most surprising one is actually Dan falling in love with Blair so basically all the main male characters of her group group age actually ended up falling in love with Blair which is very surprising because that, that doesn't happen to Serena there's not one point where let's say Chuck falls in love with serena for example so she really seems to be catching all this attention and a lot of the times that happens because uh serena because of her natural gift never really had to work for anything and usually when you are in high school or when you are in your teenage years uh, natural gifts are going to set you apart definitely being more beautiful being richer all those things are going to set you apart but as time goes on, people start to look for something else, and it is very hard to start to start developing those skills after the age of let's say 20. After 20 year old, it becomes much harder because you're already set in your ways. You've been used to not hard, having to work too hard to get things. So when the people who did work hard, like their Waldorf, start getting the benefits of that hard work much later in the year, it can create a lot of frustration. Which is why there's a lot of passive aggressiveness between Serena and Blair throughout the end of the show. Uh, Serena becomes very upset because she realizes that Blair is actually the one who gets the, laugh, laugh, at the last laugh at the end of the show. I want to talk about also contrast. Uh, Blair being smart enough to basically stopping to hanging out too much with Serena has also decreased Serena's value, let's say because one thing about people is that they react a lot to contrast and Blair always being next to Serena always being next to her feeling inferior to her actually increases actually increased Serena's values in the eyes of other people so sometimes let's say if you have a if you have a friend and she is much better than you Sometimes she benefits from being next to you at every single time of the day and once you put yourself out of the equation It becomes much harder for her to actually glow in the same way, which is what happened between Blair and Serena and This can be very verified by who you hang out with and also who wants to hang out with you Be very careful of people who want to use your energy Maybe because they feel inferior and that they know that alone they don't really blow they don't really glow they don't really get noticed if they are alone and without your presence so natural gift as i said can be a double-edged sword i want people to understand that even though in your teenage years or early 20s it might feel unfair i i would say it feels very unfair but you use this opportunity as a way of being like okay you know what i'm not all those things but there are other things that i can work on in order for me to be more valuable How can i be of service to other people how can i better my skills how can i be a better person that other people once they hit a certain age are going to want to be around and that is what blair did success will always attract people more than natural gift because the strength of that energy the strength of that flame actually attracts things to you much much easier than anything natural would and people can sense that which is why sometimes you would see people who are the underdogs just thriving after certain times and you wonder why and that is why one thing i also notice is what I, i'm also a very i'm a big fan of uh beauty pageants i've always been a huge fan of those especially where i'm from uh, beauty pageants are a huge thing and one thing i always notice is how the candidates who win she's also that girl who've been bullied all the time and i'm like how are all of those myths you know all those beauty winner beauty pageant winners how are they building at school and that's how I realized yeah the most beautiful one in high school usually doesn't become the beauty pageant winner it's the one who was brilliant who had to work on other areas of her life in order to become interesting in order to become uh, very very interesting but also very intelligent those are the people who actually end up winning those pageants and because they worked on those skills very early on They have less to do once they eat a certain age and people get interested in that which is why once they become adults once they get judged by adults, because usually beauty pageants are voted for and people who vote for the beauty winners usually are adults so basically that also counts so what i meant to say is work and plant seeds very early on in your life even though it might seem like it's nothing i can guarantee you that 10 years from now Those skills are going to be the reason why relationship for you becomes more blissful, why things come to you easier than people who actually initially were supposed to be more successful than you. And then you're you're going to realize how they really have not been working as much as you. They really have a harder time attracting things to you. I mean, attracting things to them. So that's also a very important element. One last thing that I want to mention is the aftermath. When I see a lot of people doing, a lot of people who were underdogs, let's say, and who end up succeeding in life, one of the things I see them doing is that they go back in time and try to get the approval, the validation from people who they felt inferior to for almost decades. And I think that that is a very big mistake because people are never going to forget how they first knew you let's say that lisa and audrey were always friends but lisa was also the most beautiful one she was all she used to be the one that people would invite to parties and audrey was not that kind she was she really wanted approval from lisa all the time and once they hit 30 it's completely switched uh lisa has a hard time getting things that she wants and audrey because of the hard work she's done. She's successful, she's married, she has everything she's ever wanted. She has a beautiful career people trust her, people respect her, her network is amazing, she can get anything done, she can switch careers she wants to, she has people in different industries, she can basically do whatever she wants and people support her. And what I meant to say is sometimes those type of people go back in time and try to get the the approval of other people to see, ha ha, see where I'm at right now? Now don't you wish you were my friend? Now don't you wish that you, know, you and I had a better friendship, that you treated me better, because look at look at where I am now. Don't you feel like an idiot? And by doing that, you're going to re-trigger your inferiority complex that you had as a teenager. And I think that that can be very dangerous because people will never forget how you were when they first met you. And they will make sure that whatever happens once you get back in contact with them in the future, they will make sure that people around you know how you were to destroy all that you've accomplished because their best time, the best time of their their life was before. The best time of your life is the now. They want to go back in time because they want people to realize, hey, she's not all that great. I knew her when she had braces. I knew her when she had no friend and she's not that great. Please look at me and realize that I was always the best one. And that can be very dangerous. Once you are successful, please do not go back in time and try to get the approval of people who will never see you as their equal because they've never met you as, when they met you, they never saw you as their equal. They know that they've messed up by not being your friend, but that little part of themselves that still feel like, no, there's something about me that's better than her. That part is still here and getting back in contact with those people can be very dangerous even if you want to help them. Don't, do not have this savior complex where you want to help people who've done you wrong or who always looked down on you and thought that you were always going to be less than them. I hope that this podcast is a very helpful one for girls, teenagers, girls in their early 20s. And I want to do this on a regular basis because I know that you guys sometimes watch a lot of TV shows. And I think that you can really benefit from all of the insights that I have on TV show characters, power dynamics, relationship advice, friendship advice, etc. And if you have any suggestion on shows that you've noticed can give you really great insight and can really help you at the moment, let me know on the comment section and I'll, I'll take a look. I'll try to watch them if I've never seen them before. And I really want you guys to basically have a conversation with me about how your experience went and tell me about how you want me to maybe switch focus from friendship to relationship, or if you want to talk about career, anything that is of interest to you is always going to be of interest to me. Thanks a lot for watching this first, for listening to this first episode. And I hope to see you in the next one.